in this study to go go through the book of Philippi, the letter to the Philippians, and this is uh, we're going to be looking at Philippians chapter one, verses twenty through twenty six today. In continuing study, as Paul Paul now is is sharing about his impending execution, about his his death that is that is impending under the under the the executioner under under Nero's executioner that is an impending reality for him and now he shares with the Philippian community that he he shared he loves so much he shares with them about his his looking at his death and his questioning whether to live or to die whether to continue on in this life or to uh, or to have his life come to an end and enter into life eternal. So that's what we're looking at today on Letter to Philippi Live. Letter to Philippi Live is an initiative of Letter to Philippi, a new Messianic Jewish theological organization, which I am the founder and I am the teacher of our uh, Letter to Philippi Live broadcasts, our daily study in the book of Philippians, and I'll also be producing other videos and other uh, other print materials as we go in this continuing journey of developing a Messian Jewish theology for the 21st century. So we can begin with a word of prayer and then we will get into our study for the day. Oh Lord, you are good. We thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for our Messiah who gives us life. We thank you for your, your righteous servant, Paul, who gave us these holy words. And we bring all of this to you in the name of Yeshua, who is our Master and King. Amen. So today, in our study on Philippians, we'll be looking at, at Paul's now speaking about his impending ex execution. As we've seen in our earlier in this week, we had we had Paul giving his greetings to people of Philippi. Then yesterday, we looked at him basically giving a personal update of what his life is like in. The Roman prison, and now we will be moving on to uh, to he uh, was speaking about his impending execution and his choice of whether to continue on living or to go and be with Messiah forever in life eternal. And in verse twenty, we read, "It all accords with my earnest expectation and hope." that I will have nothing to be ashamed of, but rather now as always, the Messiah will be honored by my body, whether in it is alive or dead. Paul wrote the Philippians this letter from prison, and he was waiting his appearance before the Roman Emperor Nero. As he faces the reality of execution and impending death, Paul reflects in his life with his great desire that the Messiah will be honored. Now as he lives, and that his death, he would also bring honor to the Messiah and move forward the message of the good news. As we've seen earlier in verses 12 to 14, Paul shares that the believers are in Rome are strengthened in their faith and are coming to know the Messiah because of his imprisonment. And he looked forward to do more good for the kingdom coming from his imminent death for the Messiah. So as, as I said, Paul's whole life from his encounter with Yeshua on the road to Damascus was to become more and more like the Messiah, to make the Messiah more and more known in his world. And he 
speaking here to the people in Philippi, and he's already shared with them how that his in his imprisonment in Rome, the message of the Messiah is going throughout even the emperor's household. That the message of Messiah is, is going through, believers throughout the in throughout the world are being encouraged in their faith, encouraged to continue standing firm for Messiah because of Paul's example, his willingness to to be a faithful to the Messiah even in chains. So he knows that his continuing life in chains in Rome is a, will, will be a continuing act that will bring people to the Messiah and also strengthen the faith of the believers. But he also knows that with his his death, he, he will also bring glory and honor to the Messiah and the God of Israel by giving his life for the service of, of God, for the service of, of the gospel message, that his in his death, he will fully live out, he will fully give his all the message of the Messiah. Paul's understanding of the importance of living as well as possible and dying for the honor of God can be seen in the example of Rabbi Akiva, who was the rabbi in the second century of the Common Era, which we read about in, in Berachot 61b, who while being killed by the Romans, he understood that he that this is death, the horrible death that he that he underwent under the Romans, was a way for him to finally love God with all his soul. For him, he, he understood that in his horrid death that he that he was to die at the hands of the Roman, he was finally able to live out that line from the from the Shema, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And he saw that in his in his death there, he was able to love God with all his soul, all his body, all his mind, as he gave everything to uh, to at that point that that his death was a way for him to live out the Shema and to live out the commitment to give all for the God of Israel. In verse 21, we come to was my personal favorite verses in the in the Bible and, and a, a verse that, that I, I look to to uh, encourage me and to strengthen me each day. And the and verse 21 reads for to me, life is the Messiah, and death is gain. This verse is one of the more familiar verses from Paul's letter. And as I said, this has been a, a favorite verse of mine throughout my life. Here we can see the, the heart of Paul and the extent of his transformation, which began with his encountering Yeshua on the road to Damascus. From that point forward, all of his life centered on the Messiah. Everything about Paul from encountering Yeshua on the road to Damascus was about becoming more and more and more connected to more in Messiah. All that Paul did was for and in Yeshua. Living himself where Paul was bound up in Yeshua. His whole reason for living was Yeshua and making Yeshua known and making the message of Messiah known in the world. That was his sole reason for living. From his, his encounter of Yeshua on the road to Damascus to his death under Nero, everything that he did was focused on making the Messiah known 
and becoming more and more like the Messiah. Life itself for Paul was the Messiah. His whole reason for living was serving the Messiah. Paul could not conceive of a life outside of his service to the Messiah. And he seeks to the Philippians to understand this vital truth. To truly live, one must be serving Yeshua. Life itself for Paul was living for Yeshua. And he calls the Philippians and us by example to understand that our life should be totally about living for Messiah, making Messiah known in our lives, in our words, in our actions, that we continue this process of becoming more and more and more in the Messiah. Paul understands that his life now was all about his connection to Yeshua and serving the Messiah. As he explains further in his letter to Galatia, Galatians 2.20, where Paul said, When the Messiah was executed on the stake as a criminal, I was too, so that my proud ego no longer lives. But the Messiah lives in me. And the life I now live in my body, I live by the same trusting faithfulness that the Son of God had, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Paul's life was living for the Messiah and sharing the life-changing news about Yeshua with everyone he came in contact. Sharing the good news was not an activity for Paul, but it was his very reason for living. Serving God and serving others was his life work and his very reason for continuing to live on. Emphasizing the full nature of Paul's life and Messiah, Charles Spurgeon, a 19th century, 19th century preacher, expanded on this verse when he wrote, were to be live as Messiah, to know Messiah more, to imitate Messiah more, to preach Messiah more, and to enjoy Messiah more, and to die as gain. Given the possibility, more appropriately, the probability of his execution awaiting him after his appearance before Nero, Paul reflects on what death means to him. Living for Yeshua is his joy and passion. But if he dies, you will gain even more connection to Yeshua by entering to Messiah's presence to experience eternal life in Messiah. The death could be an escape from the suffering of his life. And Paul had much suffering. To Paul, death is not about his desire to end his suffering, but it's in gaining a closer connection to Yeshua. Paul understood that Yeshua was the center and meaning of his life. And his relationship with Yeshua meant suffering, which one day would end with his eternal union with the Messiah. Paul can be confident in his future, free of suffering, based on the example of Yeshua's suffering and exaltation, as we'll see in the message of him in Philippians 2. Confidence in the future was substantiated by his knowledge of the past events of Yeshua's life. Paul could be confident that death was not the end for him, but it is the beginning of new life, a new connection, and entering into life eternal based on the example of the Messiah Yeshua. As Yeshua rose from the dead, as Yeshua ascended to heaven, he knew that 
death was not the end for him, but the beginning of life eternal. So even though, so though, so, so he can look at his impending death, not with concern, but he can look at, at it with the confidence that at that moment of death, he will be with the Messiah. He would be entered into life eternal in Yeshua. So Paul understands his whole life being about Yeshua and living each day was about making Yeshua more known in his world and also being an example for Yeshua to upbuild the faith of those who are following Yeshua. So he has this dilemma over whether to continue on living, continuing to be an example for Yeshua and continuing to be one to bring the message of Yeshua into the world and to be an example to the believers throughout the world to stand strong in their faith? Or would he choose to go and, and go on to death and leave this world and enter into life eternal with the Messiah? So he has this dilemma where they're continuing, continuing to serve in this world or going or ending his journey and entering into the Messiah. And we read about this in verse 23, where Paul talks about his dilemma. I'm caught in dilemma. My desire is to go off and be with the Messiah. That is better by far. Paul encounters a dilemma here, deciding between outcomes that are equally good. One for himself, death and union with the Messiah, and for the other, continuing life, which is good for the Messianic community, for his continuing service to the body of believers. He continues his internal debate, recognizing his death is the better for him, better choice for him, because with the end of his race would come the reward of eternal spiritual connection to the Messiah. But there is a cost for that, and that would be leaving the world behind, leaving those behind that he could still bring the message of Yeshua to and still could in, encourage in their faith. So Paul, after having this, 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 this would be, would be in this point, even it's only one verse, a short, a short dilemma over whether to continue to live on, continue being life in chains, or to go and enter death and, and enter into life eternal with Messiah. He comes to this point in verse 24 when he says, But because of you, the greater need is to stay on in the body. Leaving this world is far better for Paul because he will instantaneously be in the presence of the Messiah. But he realized he still could do fruitful work, sharing the gospel message and encouraging believers in Rome and throughout the world through his letters and if given release from prison, returned to visit the Messianic communities of Asia Minor in Macedonia that he had established. Paul is teaching the Philippians an essential lesson and how they can emulate the Messiah by Paul's example, serving good to them. Paul is demonstrating that the choice of service to others is more important than one's desires. And therefore, Paul knows the decision is made for him already before he even comes to this dilemma the decision to stay on in this life, to stay on to continue the work of the Messiah 
as long as he has breath, will continue on in this world. That even though he is in in prison, he is suffering. He is in chains for the gospel. He is chains for the good news of the Messiah. He is willing to stay in prison, and 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 stay in in this this world for the sake of making Messiah known and having one more opportunity, one more day of making Messiah known in Rome and having another day of encouraging the believers throughout the world. Paul knows that being united with Messiah is life's goal, but out of love and commitment to the Philippians, Paul was willing to delay the ultimate prize of faithfulness, eternal life with Yeshua, by instead modeling the master and serving the Philippians and others as long as he can in this life, knowing that eternal life and union with Messiah awaits him when his work on earth is completed. So Paul Paul knows that this though he had this dilemma, it was really already solved for him that he decided that he was going to stay on as long as he could in this life for the sake of making Messiah known and being a witness to Messiah in the world and to be an encouragement to the believers throughout the world. Though he knows that his suffering, his life, his life of suffering, this is not his only imprisonment and, and other times that he's, he's been, been uh, suffering for his faith in Messiah, which began when he first came to know Yeshua these many years of, of devotion and sacrifice and suffering could end and he could go on to his final reward with Messiah. But he decides that the best thing is for him to continue as long as he can in this world to continue to make the Messiah known. And he calls the Philippians to understand that, that they should have that devotion in their lives. Just give everything they have all of their life to be a witness for the Messiah, to be a light for Messiah in the dark world, and to be an encouragement to other believers by their faithfulness. And though, yes, there is the eternal rewards of heaven awaiting, there's the eternal rewards of life eternal with Messiah, but Paul, Paul wants to continue as much as he can in this world until that day comes to do all that he can in this life to make Messiah known and to become more and more like the Messiah in this world. In verse 25 we read, Yes, I am convinced of this, so now I will stay on with you in order to help you progress in the faith and have joy on it. After a short internal debate, as I said, his one verse, his one verse dilemma, Paul took the decision to live and continue his work helping Yeshua followers in their faith by making Yeshua known in his imprisonment and also to continue to be an encouragement to the believers throughout the Messianic communities that he started throughout Asia Minor and Macedonia, that by his faithfulness to the Messiah, people are strengthening their faith throughout the world. So he knows that as he continues his life in prison, that people will come to know Messiah People, people will become strengthened in their, in their Yeshua faith because of his example of faithful service. As a slave of the Messiah and slave of the Messianic community, Paul decides to put the work of his ministry 
the work of making Messiah known ahead of his desire to leave this world, reunited with Messiah in eternity. This decision is a true testimony to his heart to serve fellow and future believers as well as Yeshua. So Paul here has made his decision that he wants to, he needs to stay on in this life as long as he can to make Messiah known and to encourage believers throughout the world. And though he can end his suffering and enter into life eternal, life without pain, suffering, death, and union with the Messiah, he knows that that, that, that awaits him. But as long as he can in this world, he wants to serve Yeshua and serve the Messianic community. In verse 26, and this will conclude our study for today, we read, Then through my being with you in prison again, you will have even greater reason for boasting about the Messiah Yeshua. Paul here looks forward to physically returning to Philippi and presumably the other Messianic communities to personally teach the disciple believers grow more in their Messianic faith and more in their following Yeshua and their faith walk with Yeshua. Though we know that he was he was not released from prison and this would be his his final imprisonment, Paul was still hopeful that he would he would get a release from prison to again to meet with these people in, in Philippi and throughout the other communities that he built built up before his execution. But this was something that he'd hoped for, but didn't actually come to be because, we, as we know, that it, that he was soon to be executed under under Nero. Paul spoke earlier of how lives were changed by his imprisonment, with the result that his Yeshua followers being strengthened in their faith through the witness of Paul's life and his willingness to suffer for the Messiah. Though Paul Paul hopes to actually physically go. To, again go to Philippi the other communities to to greet them and encourage them in person and to and to give more than than just just the encouragement they're receiving from knowing that he's in prison for the Messiah but to actually be there for them but as I said he was un, he was unable to do this but he had hoped that he could actually more than just being a witness in in chains to them of the Messiah's faithfulness and to encourage them he would also want it to be there in the flesh. But as we know, he, he wasn't able to do this, but still through his life, he was able to make Messiah known. In this light, Moises Silva, a commentator on, on Philippians, rendered the second half of this verse, so that your boasting may abound in Messiah Yeshua through my ministry when I return to you. As Paul's other teachings, the only source of proper boasting is in God and Messiah Yeshua. Paul essentially argues here that his return to Philippi would demonstrate God's power, build up their faith, and give them reason for boasting in God's ability to answer prayer. So Paul was hoping that that he could he could even strengthen more the faith of the people of Philippi by returning to them and showing them that that. Uh, the demonstration of God's power in, in releasing him from prison. But, but even though he was not released from prison, that they were to be encouraged in their faith otherwise. And that Paul wants them to know 
that their boast is in the Messiah Yeshua, and that they will they will be encouraged whether he comes or not. He wants them to know that that their source of life is the Messiah, and that he is in chains for the Messiah. He is in 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 prison in, in Rome for the sake of the Messiah, and this this should be an encouragement to them in their faith that he is standing strong despite the the persecution of his life and that they too should understand that they needed to stand strong in their faith. So Paul here, in this section we've looked at today, he is looking on his life, he's looking on his impending execution, he's looking on whether, whether he should seek to continue living and serving the Messiah and serving the Messianic community which would be better for the Messianic community? Or would it be time for him to leave this world and enter into life eternal with the Messiah? Which would be better for him because he would no longer be suffering, but he would be in direct union with the Messiah. But he decides that for the better, the betterment of the community was above his needs, above his desires. And his short, as I said, his one verse dilemma was solved and he decided to live as long as he could in this world to make Messiah known in his chains and make Messiah known through his testimony, through his words, and through his example of willingly suffer, willingly be a slave for the Messiah. And Paul calls the Philippians to understand that their lives to be totally devoted to the Messiah, that their very life is the Messiah. He is the very breath that they breathe. Every action they do should be for the Messiah to make Messiah more known in their world and emulate him as he emulated the Messiah. So that will conclude our time looking at Philippians today. We looked at Philippians chapter 1 verses 20 through 26 on Paul's dilemma over whether to, to continue living on life or to, to go and be with Messiah in death and his dilemma that he decided he needed to continue in this life, continue serving the Messiah in this world and making Messiah known and encouraging believers in this world, knowing that his, his, his time of being with Messiah is drawing near. But as long as he had in this world, he wanted to continue serving the Messiah and serving the Messianic community. So tomorrow we will be looking at uh, at uh, Philippians chapter one verses twenty seven to thirty, walking worthy lives, where Paul will continue this teaching about what it means to be a follower of the Messiah, what it means to walk a life worthy of the Messiah, a life of models of the Messiah each day, a life that gives glory to the God of Israel, and a life that is truly representative of their new life as redeemed Gentiles, as redeemed people from the nation of the world that have come to the God of Israel, and what that means for them to live each day for the glory of God, for the honor of the Messiah, and to model the Messiah each day. So we'll be looking at that tomorrow, where we'll be looking at walking worthy lives, Paul's continuing teaching the people of Philippi, and us by example, about what a Messiah-centered life looks like. So 
we'll have a closing word of prayer here and uh, we can go on with the day. Oh Lord, you're good. We thank you for this day. We thank you for these words you've given us through your righteous servant, Paul. We thank you for your shoe is our life, Lord, and help us to each day become more and more and more in the Messiah. In his name we pray. Amen. So thank you for watching the Letter to Philippi live broadcast. Again, my name is Sean Inslee. I'm the founder of Letter to Philippi, the new Messianic and Jewish theological organization. And I'm the teacher of this, this broadcast. We're available Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 10 p.m. Jerusalem time. And we're here on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, Twitter Live, YouTube Live, and on our website, lettertophilippi.org. If you want inform information on Letter to Philippi, just go to lettertophilippi.org and you can fill out our contact form if you have any questions. You can purchase my Messianic commentary on Philippians in our resources section. You can watch any videos that you've missed in our teaching teaching section. You can leave a prayer request. We want to be praying for you. You can make a contribution to our work on our giving page. And we'll be adding more and more initiatives over time to our, our pages. We have our, our statement of faith that we uphold the uphold and affirm the the statement of faith of the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations and you can find that there on our page. And again if you have any questions just just leave any questions on our our contact form and I'd love to get back to you. And as I said, uh, we really appreciate if you could make a contribution on our giving page. We are a nonprofit organization that is dependent on your gifts to continue this work. So we thank you for watching, and we'll be back tomorrow looking at walking worthy, worthy lives. Paul is continuing teaching the people of Philippi about their new life in Messiah and what it means to model Messiah every day, like Paul did from his time in coming to the Messiah to his final breath. His life was all about becoming more and more and more in Messiah, and that is what he's calling us to do to each day to become more and more and more in the Messiah. So thank you for watching. Again, this is Letter to Philippi Live. I am Sean Imsley, your teacher, and we will see you tomorrow. Thank you for watching and have a good day.